yeah, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. What do you do to make you happy? How are you at your happiest? Well, creativity seems to be my forefront. Family, friends, books, movies. Hmm. I think that's about it, dude. Art, book, movies. Um, the art, the creativity kind of comes from doing things, stimulation, you know, long walks, people watching, getting involved in situations and dissecting those. What does that do for your happiness? I don't know, but I'm just trying to pull straws here. So those are the straws I pulled. Trying to make magic. Magic. Um. Besides that, you need to be happy too. So find out what makes you happy, and handle it. You know, sometimes it's simple, man. Warm cup of tea, some really good food, uh, baked potato after a long exercise. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Uh it is kind of glorious. I don't know, bright skies, beautiful sunshine. Sunshine uh, does magic, so you let that shit in your life. Open your windows. Fucking take off your shades. Absorb it, absorb it, absorb it. And breathe deep. Breathing's so weird because it's, you know, it's with us every moment. And it's almost like because you don't have to think about doing it, maybe you forget that it's fucking awesome if you just... Oh, man, it feels great. And do that controllably. And that's called meditation. What? And when you meditate, then you can meditate on your loved ones. You can meditate on your art. Improving yourself, getting better. Your organs. Boom. Blessings on blessings with blessings of blessings. So, be grateful. And just that. Know how and what makes you happy. Continue to do that. Also, I think... It's never spoken about, but unfortunately, for you to be happy, you're going to make someone else unhappy sometimes, but just deal with it, you know? Seek your happiness. Read a book. Extreme Ownership by U.S. Navy SEALs. Lead and win. Jocko Willenick and Leif Babin. Good one, man. This is a good one. Um... Kind of crazy because it breaks down basically just owning up to your shit, right? And if it's fucking on the war, fucking battlefield, or if it's in the corporate environment, and even you know, out in society. I was reading that, I was maybe like 20 pages in, had a situation come up where uh, <clears throat> somebody was unhappy with something that was totally my fault, and I just fucking extremely owned it. And I think they were surprised, and it shit works so. From personal experience, dude, own up to your shit. Um, that book's cool because it breaks down, you know, stuff in like Ramadi on the battlefield, and then something very similar uh, situationally in a corporate environment, and just getting the extreme ownership, like the <clears throat> the manager who can't get his team to do what they need done to go to his superiors. And say that it's his fault even though his team didn't do it. Which is kind of a bizarre concept. But by doing that, you're acknowledging, taking responsibility because you're in the position of leadership. And then moving forward. And that's just one of many different things. 
but the book's great. Um, Jocko is the shit, and it's a great read. So I'd highly suggest picking it up. Extreme ownership. Uh, went to the movies. <clears throat> I saw Megan, the Android movie. Oh, uh, it's kind of like Chucky, reenacted for twenty twenty three. Or I think it came out in 2022, actually. But um, girl gets a doll, comes alive, and is programmed to, you know, protect and ends up murdering and fucking possessed from trying to be so good and taking over fucking other AI devices. Kind of interesting concept. Um, I liked it. It's cool because it's rated PG-13, so it's not super gnarly. Um, meaning, you know, blood, guts, and gore with a robot doll type thing, which... It's cool for that type of environment. But, <clears throat> I don't know, it was good. I kind of liked it. You might check it out. You might enjoy it as well. Um, also saw Missing in theaters. And it was good. I mean, it's kind of weird. I think it's all done through, like, super overdone modern life, right? So there's, like, view cameras from the ring doorbell. <clears throat> She's using Ubers. And fucking task rabbit to fucking get shit done in a third world country. Someone comes up missing and she's fucking hacking their fucking computer and the chats and the fucking face grant times and everything. I don't know. It's super modern in that regard. The story is kind of cool. It's kind of thrilling. But I don't know. It wasn't my total cup of tea. But I did like it. So missing, I'd peep it out if I were you. And then I watched some uh, Ringo Lamb, baby. Wild Search. It's uh, with Chow Young Fat. Uh, Hong Kong cinema from 89 and it was interesting it's actually because it's from 89 it's filmed in Hong Kong and just seeing in high definition Hong Kong in the 80s it's pretty cool I haven't seen it in real life but um, bright lights neon fucking busy city Um, you can kind of tell the way that they're filming it like they're not getting permits or whatever people are looking at the camera like what the fuck's going on but uh, it is like a cop murder mystery falls in love like I don't know that's cool and then uh, I peeped out. This is, it's kind of like a sequel too, but Nothing Underneath and then Too Beautiful to Die. They're both like part of this Vinegar Syndrome set here. And uh, it's Giallo, but it's late Giallo. Uh, first one's kind of about supermodels. And then the second one's about like artists, I think. I don't even know now. That's fucking horrible. Um it's supposed to be like a sequel, but it's not, but it was, and I think that's why it came on here. But they're fun. Um that just never heard of it, Italian fucking shit fucking going on and I don't know. I like that kind of stuff. Whatever. You probably do too if you watched it, so I'd peep it out. And then I saw this, um, which I, I wanted to get for a long time. Rolling clicks deadlock. This is uh filmed in Germany in a desert, right? Which I didn't even know they had fucking deserts in germany and it's kind of like a western post-apocalyptic um i would read you the back but it's in german (laughs) i couldn't find it in america but it's kind of cool it's got some really neat um cinematography and it's kind of like a heist there's a fucking briefcase full of money and you know all that good stuff all that fucking cinema we love dearly and then uh I think I already talked. I saw this last week or last show. Tough guys don't dance. It's pretty good. I don't know how it got in my pile here, but if I didn't talk about it, I'm sure I did. It was really good. And then I saw this on a whim. I've owned it for a while, but uh, Motherless Brooklyn. 
this is actually pretty good like a noir written and directed not written but directed by edward norton and starring edward norton it's got bruce willis william defoe alec baldwin and it's fucking kind of cool i don't know i liked it it's it takes place in the 50s in new york and like the fucking city builders and city planners and their corruption and um it's a detective fucking investigating murder of his buddy and you know everything unravels but that stuff's always fun and it's kind of cool i think that's uh, edward norton's first film he directed and he started in and, oh, and he plays dude Tourette's and he fucking plays it off awesomely or at least really well that being said try your hardest do your best read more books stay amazing podcast jeebeth <laughs>